welcome to episode 63 of the Utah Royals FC show. This is going to be kind of a shorter episode. It's our World Cup preview. We're not going to dive a whole ton into the individual teams. Um, I put up a super long soapbox article and bless Cindy's heart. It was like 20 pages and she edited it, it all this morning. So that's going to dive in on that and that'll be up on RSL Soapbox. So free to, feel free to check that out. So for the most part... In this episode, we're just going to be talking about uh, just a quick overview of the World Cup, and then we're going to give our prediction. So let's jump right into it. So this edition of the tournament, it's the eighth Women's World Cup. It's taking place in France. It consists of 24 nations from six different confederations. Throughout the entirety of the tournament, 52 games of football will be played across nine different venues. The group stage begins on the 7th of June and then ends on the 20th. Elimination rounds of the round of 16 will officially start on June 22nd, and that will culminate in the final, which will be played on July 7th. There's a a ton, a slew of exciting storylines for this tournament. Uh, One of my favorites being that there are four countries who are making their debut appearances in the tournament. Um, One being Scotland, obviously cheering for Rachel Corsi in this one. And then Chile, Jamaica, and South Africa are also making their first appearances at the Women's World Cup. The group stays just like pretty much every other major tournament. There are four teams in a group. It's a round-robin style. Uh, If you win, you get three points. If you draw, you get one point. If you lose... You walk away with zero points. The top two teams in each group will make it to the round of 16. And then the four best third place teams will also make it to the round of 16. And there are uh, six total groups. Um, There's a ton, a ton of options and ways to watch this World Cup to be super excited about. And there's a ton of coverage for it as well, which has been absolutely fantastic. Um, you can, if you, if you don't really have access to the channels, football TV has a whole setup that you can do. Um, <coughs> excuse me, personally, I'm going to be watching through Fox sports go, or, um, just your, your, your basic uh, cable subscription. The majority of the games are going to be on Fox sports one or Fox. And then there are three or four additional games on Fox sports two. And, um, luckily for us, games are not in the middle of the night. Um, the, the typical day is going to look like there's going to be a game at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, another game at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, and then a third game of the day at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. That's obviously, if you're living, if you're living in Utah, it's going to be different if you're elsewhere in the world. Um, and then, obviously, the end of the day, when we get to it and when it starts up, uh, there's not going to be a whole ton of overlap with Copa America or the Gold Cup, which is a whole other fantastic thing. So for this tournament, if you support Utah Royals, which I'm assuming you do because you're listening to this podcast, Royals are losing six players to this tournament. Most of them have already been in camp for a while. Obviously, Becky Sauerbrunn, Kelly O'Hara, and Kristen Press for, are playing for the United States. Desiree Scott from Canada, Katie Bowen from New Zealand, and then, as I already said before, Rachel Corsi for um, Scotland. Um Gunny, let's talk about this a little bit. Gunny and Iceland came so, so close. They were leading their group for a a good, a, a substantial portion of the qualifying round. And then they just lost to Germany and Germany took that group. So Iceland, so, so close to qualifying to their first World Cup. Um, 
in a good way, the positive of that is that Gunny is with us and helping keep our midfield safe, but obviously it would have been incredibly cool for her to make it. Diana Matheson, also, any other time she'd be slated to go ahead with Desiree Scott to Canada. She picked up an injury. Super, super sad storyline there. Really, really unfortunate. So transitioning to the groups, Group A consists of France, South Korea, Norway, and Nigeria. I think this is France's group to lose. They have an absolutely fantastic and stellar squad made up of players like Amidon Henri, uh, Les Omer, Renard. They are just stacked to the brim. They have the you know, the nation behind them. They're going to have a lot of their own fans. I think that they win this group pretty handedly, and I think that they make a very, very far run in the tournament. Ultimately, probably going to play the United States in quarterfinals if the United States also win their group, which they should. And then I think the winner of that game will probably, the quarterfinal game anyway, will probably win the tournament. We'll see how that goes. As far as second place... I think this group is going to be pretty, it's going to be a good competition between Nigeria and Norway. They both, both teams have plenty of good players like Caroline Graham Hansen from Norway. Um, and I think that Asisat Oshola is an incredible young talent who's hopefully going to have a breakout tournament. Nigeria also have, you know, f- former Washington Spirit player, Franny Ordega, who's now in China. I think that, you know, she could also have a good tournament. I think Nigeria is going to take second. Norway is going to take third. South Korea is going to take fourth. I think Norway probably has a pretty decent chance of making it into the round of 16. Going to group B, another great group. Germany, China, Spain, South Africa. My first inkling as to who I think is going to take this group was Germany. But then thinking about it, Spain is incredibly hot. They were fantastic through qualifying. Jennifer Hermosa is great. Um, but I think I think this is still going to be Germany's group to win. They've, you know, they've been to every World Cup. They've won it two times. They have a lot of experience in players like Alexandra Pop. Uh, I think that um, a lot of things have to go right for Spain to win this group, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. So I think Germany wins the group. I think Spain comes in second in the group and then China will take third, and then South Africa probably won't pick up a point. One of those teams where it's it's exciting that you're here, um, but I don't, you know, I would be shocked if they get a point out of this group. I think it's, I think it's, it's just too big of a challenge for them. Uh, going to Group C, Australia, Italy, Brazil, Jamaica. This is one of, probably the group that I'm most excited about in this tournament. Traditionally, I think, Brazil would would be the heavy favorite. They've been longtime heavy hitters. They've qualified to every World Cup and Olympics, but uh, they're on a, a pretty horrible run of form. They've lost nine games in a row. They've definitely got an uphill battle ahead of them. If reports are to believe, Marta may not even play until the second or third round. Um, Australia, this is probably Australia's group to win. Samantha Kerr, probably, in my opinion, the best player in the world. They have a, a great supporting cast, a lot of NWSL players, young NWSL players who, if you follow the league, you probably know, such as Ellie Carpenter, Haley Rasso, Caitlin Ford, Lydia Williams, former Utah Royal Katrina Gorey. They have a 
you know, Sam Kerr can score a goal at any moment. And I think that even though defensively they haven't been the most stable or consistent as of late, I think that if they can outscore opponents, which they probably can, they can probably make a pretty decent run in this tournament. Um, So I think that they take the first place. After that, I don't really know a whole ton what to expect. We already talked about Brazil. Um, Italy could be a surprise. They have some pretty solid players. Uh, We'll see what will happen. Personally, for for me, you know, I don't, I'm not exactly, extremely confident in Jamaica's odds. But out of all the countries, I think that they probably have the best story coming into this World Cup. It's a team that didn't even exist until it was, you know, refunded and refounded by Bob Marley's daughter Sadella in 2014. Their head coach, uh, Hugh Menzies, was literally a former math teacher. Uh, before until he took over the program on a volunteer basis. They pretty much funded their way here to the tournament. You know, Khadija Bunny Shah was in college and, you know, her, in her senior year of college and simultaneously scoring the most goals out of anyone in any qualifying group across the entire world um, in the qualifying stage. So that's another incredible story. Um, when you just look at how underfunded this team is and what they've been through, the Reggae Girls is a team that you really want to cheer for. Um, I don't know where they finish in this group. I'm, I'm pretty confident that Australia is going to take the group, but after that, it could be anything. Um, although I do sort of have that hunch that Brazil is surprisingly going to finish bottom of the group. So moving to Group D, we obviously we have England, Scotland, Argentina, and Japan. This is the Rachel Corsi group. I want Scotland to do so, so, so incredibly well in this tournament. And Scotland has so many good players that a lot of folks just don't don't know about. Kim Little, obviously a fantastic player. Scott Parkinson, if you're listening to this, like, please, please, please um, get Kim Little reunited back with Harvey. <laughs> that That would be... Amazing. Uh, Kim Little has never really had a chance to prove herself on the world stage. She is one of the most underrated and one of the best players in the world, bar none. Incredibly exciting. If there's a player in this tournament that I am most excited to watch, it is definitely Kim Little for the Scottish national team. Other players like Aaron Cuthbert is a 20-year-old Chelsea star in the making. Incredibly promising. There's just a, a, a lot of reasons outside of Rachel Corsi, and, you know, obviously for me, primarily it's Rachel Corsi, but there's a lot of reasons for me to want to see the Scotland team be successful. I don't know how successful they will be, but they are definitely not just happy to be at the tournament. You know, they're not they're not going to settle for appearing in the World Cup. They, they really want to test the other teams around the world. Um, ultimately, I think England is going to take this group, and um, going back to Scotland, that game against Scotland is going to be an incredibly exciting one to start off the group, uh, to start off Group D. Um, so I think England takes it. I think Japan is after they've gone a lot younger than they have been, and they're obviously coming off of a final appearance the last time around, losing to the USA. I think Japan is probably going to take second. I think Scotland can take three, and I think that Scotland can potentially get a result against Japan, and I think that they can... Uh, sneak in to the round of 16 via third place. Um, Going to group E, this is another group that I'm incredibly excited about. Honestly, I'm very, very torn. The Dutch in me wants the Netherlands to win at the same time. 
Um, you know, you got to cheer on Katie Bowen with New Zealand and Desiree Scott with Canada. I think that ultimately, while I think that Canada is an incredible team and one of the better teams in the tournament, I think that the Netherlands just have too much firepower, and I think that they take the group. I think that, uh, like Martins, you know, Danielle van de Donk, and just plenty of other players, they are just too going to be too much of a threat offensively, and I think that they win this group pretty handedly. I think Canada, though, is going to be fantastic, and their defense is definitely their strong suit. I think that uh, Canada takes second place, and both Canada and the Netherlands make a pretty good run in this tournament. Uh, I think New Zealand, uh, New Zealand, unfortunately have yet to actually win a World Cup game. I think that hopefully this is their year. I think that that game is going to be against Cameroon, and I think that with a good performance um, via third place, they can probably maybe sneak into the round of 16. Who knows? We will see. Um, that obviously brings us to Group F with Chile, Sweden, Thailand, the United States. Let's be let's be real. Let's not beat around the bush. I think the United States is going to absolutely wall up this group. Um, they're going to be the, the clear winners. And as I talked about before, I think they're going to play uh, France in the quarterfinals. And I think the winner of that game is going to win the whole thing. Um, we look at a country like Chile, uh, Chile, I think they're definitely going to finish probably bottom of the group, maybe try for third with Thailand, but they're one, another one of those really awesome stories, sort of like Jamaica, where between 2014 and 2017, they went 981 days without playing a game. Um, and here they are on going to be playing on the biggest stage in the world. So they're definitely a team that is just one of those great stories that I'm going to want to root for. But, you know, much like I think everyone else in this group, I think that the, the United States is, is just going to wallop them. I think Sweden takes second in the group. And uh, like I said before, Chile and Thailand are going to have to fight it out for those third and fourth spots. So that takes us to the knockout stages. Um Honestly, it's the World Cup. Anything could happen. And this may be a bit of a hot take. I think that France is barely going to sneak by the United States in the quarterfinals. I think it's going to be either like a late penalty. It's going to come down to a penalty shootout. It's going to be a counterattack in extra time. I think they just they barely sneak by. And it's going to be one of the greatest games we've ever seen. Um, and so I see France going all the way. Um, and ultimately winning it. Um, I can definitely imagine the the final being, and this is also probably another hot take, but um, France against Netherlands or France against Australia, and I think we see um, England and Canada in the third-place game. Um, but honestly, World Cup, anything can happen. I'm so excited for this tournament. So unbelievably excited for this tournament. I think Sam Sam Kerr takes home the golden boot. Anyways, these are just my predictions on the games. I'm going to bring it on over to Megan and the rest of the good folks at the Utah Royals FC show who have also given some of their predictions. Um, be sure to tweet at us. Let us know who you're rooting for. Tag us in your brackets. We'd love to see your brackets. Excited to... Have y'all go on this World Cup watching journey with us. Everyone, it's Megan, one of the Utah Royals FC show hosts, and we are just here to do a little intro to the World Cup. I'm just going to go over a few questions based on my bracket picks. So the first big question is who wins each group? Right now I have in Group A, France winning, Group B, Germany winning, Group C, I have Brazil, which might be a little bit 
interesting to see how they do. Um, group D, I have England. Group E, Canada. Group F, I actually have Sweden over the USA. I think Sweden's going to beat us in the group stage. And then the U.S. will come in second because of that. Next question is, where will the winners bow out? So France, I have winning the final. This is France's cup to lose. It's on their home ground. Um, they're a really good team. They've got, they're going to have a lot of fans behind them. Um, and then for Group B with Germany, I have Germany losing to the U.S. in the quarterfinals. So they beat, um, in my bracket, they have no, they're against Norway and they're out of 16. And then they lose to the U.S. in the quarterfinals. For Group C with Brazil, have them losing to Canada in the quarterfinals after they beat Spain in the round of 16. Um, England loses to France in the semifinals. Um, so they make it pretty far, but I don't think they're going to make it to the finals. But I do think England has a good shot just because they always are a come-and-clutch kind of nation. Canada loses to the United States in the semifinals after beating um, Japan and Brazil to get there. And then Sweden for Group F, I have losing to France in the quarterfinals because I think they'll be able to beat the United States, but I don't think they'll be able to beat France, hence why France beats the United States in the end. Um, so yeah, and then our next question is, who's the runner-up in each group? So as I mentioned before, in Group F, I have Sweden and then USA. Um, group A, Korea comes in second. Group B, China. Group C, Austria. I was debating between Austria and Italy for that second spot, but I think Austria just might come in clutch. I don't know. I'm very bad at predictions, so that's probably not going to be what happens. Uh, group D, I have England. Group E, Netherlands. And then obviously, Group F, the United States. Who is a surprise team and why? For me, the team I'm hoping is a surprise team is obviously Scotland, I think. As a Utah Royal FC fan, you want to see um, Rachel Corsi have success. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by you know the United States, Canada, our internationals from there making it past the group stage and doing well in um, the knockout stages. But I think if Scotland is able to get a third spot or even a second spot in their group and go through, I would love to see that. I think Scotland's got a good team and a got an obviously a great captain. And for me, they're the team I want to see have success as their underdog story. Hey everybody, Virjo asked us to. Uh, record some predictions. So these are my predictions. This is RJ. Uh, let's roll. First up in Group A, I'm going with the host nation, France, being the winner. I know it's a bit of a safe bet, but I think France is just the best team in that group. In Group B, I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset and go with Spain. I think Spain could do some crazy and wild things, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Group C, I'm going to go with Australia. I think out of the four teams in this group, they're the most well-rounded. Group E, I'm sorry, uh, Group D, I'm going to go with England. Um, I just think they're the best team in that group. Group E, I'm going to go with Canada. Um, I want good things for Canada unless they're playing the U.S. And in Group F, I'm going to go with the U.S. Uh, to take that group. Uh, for the final, who I want, I really would love a U.S. versus Canada or a U.S. versus Australia or... Something like that, just because I think those would be the most fun um, for me personally. Um, who I think is going to win the Golden Boot? I think the Golden Boot is going to go to Sam Kerr. I think she's going to have a phenomenal tournament. 
Um, I really hope the Golden Gloves go to Sarah Buhati, just because I find her so much fun to watch. Um, and the player I'm most excited about probably is Kim Little. I really just enjoy watching her play soccer, and I think she's an absolute master. And I'm so glad that she gets to do it on the highest stage for soccer. So these are my predictions, my picks. Um, I hope everybody enjoys the tournament, and it's a, a tournament to remember.